Okay, let's get this thing going. Um, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, it depends where uh, people are following us uh, today. It's a very good day and a special one uh, because Nuki uh, is going to host a special guest, uh, the first time ever. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest for today. Um, I'm Spani. Uh, Tio is not. Tio decided not to join us today <laughs> for this session. Uh, he decided to stay behind the scene and make sure that everything uh, worked out very well. But here we have uh, Markley. Uh, Markley Yebua. Uh, <laughs> I hope sir. I say it right. Uh, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. 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 Yeah. Good to hear that. So, um, just a little background with. Markley here. Um, we all went to semi school, um, Denver South. Yep. I see Denver South way back. Way back. Um, we were just earlier talking about how it has almost been ten years since Just we graduated crazy. from That's South crazy. High School. Oh man, how's That's life? <sighs> life, life is life is amazing. You know, life is ups and downs. But mm -hmm. I think as you get older, you realize that. That's exactly what life is, right? Like life yeah. gives you good moments, but mm -hmm. it also gives you difficulties. Um, and I think for me, just, you know, get stronger with the tough times and then enjoy the good times. That's good. That's good. Yeah, definitely. I thought so. You guys got it nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, just, yeah. What's your impression of Nuki podcast? This is your first time, uh, you know, yeah. I think you'll be... I'll give you a floor to give us your, your comments on how you see I, everything. Eh? I mean, I love it. Like, I've done a few other podcasts, mm -hmm. and, you know, with the pandemic and stuff, obviously. You know, we, some of them we had to do over Zoom. Yeah. Um, but when I pulled in here, I saw y'all equipment. <laughs> I saw the setup. I was like, oh, this is for real. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> we doing this for real. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I, I think you guys have a great platform that you're building. Mm -hmm. Um I love what you guys are doing, and and clearly, you know, with the amount of time and money you've dedicated to this, you're very passionate about it, which mm -hmm. always shows through when you watch people's content. You yeah, know, people who are really passionate. So no, I'm excited to see you'll keep keep growing. Thank you. Blow it up. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> excited. No, it's 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 our pleasure uh, to really to have you here, and you know, to talk about um, the work you have been doing yeah. and your life uh, before we dive into and uh, the main reason you are here i think it's also going to be um um a little bit you know for our uh, viewers not if they don't get to know you i think you um i want us you know to get to know who markley is okay you know um, yeah. who's markley what's markley's background and all those great things about you before we jump into all the reason that brought us here today. Uh, well, I love it. I'm an I'm an open book. <laughs> what you want to know? <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I think um. So let's talk. Um. So, where's Michael's from? Me, I'm from Ghana. I hey, was Chale. I Chale, you know. Um, but I came to the states with my family when I was six. So mm -hmm. you know, I'm born in Ghana, but I really grew up here in Denver. Up, yeah. Um, which is why sometimes people hear me speak and they're like, ah, you're. <laughs> it's like you don't know where i'm from yeah um no that's that's where i'm from um but grew up here in denver and i've, I've really only known the two places wow yeah when was the last time you went back to ghana 
So funny enough, it was when I studied abroad in college, oh, which wow. was like 2014. <laughs> so it's been like, it's one of those things where I don't think people understand that like, mm-hmm. you can't just like, you could just buy a plane ticket and go to LA, and go, right? Like, true. and you're like, okay, no big deal. Mm-hmm. You can't just buy a plane ticket and go back home to, you to Ghana, to wherever yeah. you're from overseas. Mm-hmm. Like it's money, it's time. And so I've had like, there was one point where I didn't have the money saved. I had the money saved, <laughs> but the time wasn't right because, mm-hmm. you know, we wanted to bring family yeah. or I was working and they wouldn't let me take off more than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've been pushing off this, this trip for like four years now. Oh, and wow. at this point, my wife's like, just go. <laughs> like, <laughs> So you got to go, go. Uh, by yourself? No, with your I, wife? Like, and that's what's keeping me. Right. Is I, I, this point I could go by myself, mm-hmm. but just. You know, my wife is, uh, she's black American, but she's never, um, she's never been to Ghana. Oh. Right? So she like our whole relationship. She's only heard about Ghana from like what I've seen or yeah. like, what my family's told her. So for me, it doesn't feel right to now that we're married to like go back to Ghana and she's not with me. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think you guys should go together. Yeah, it's going to be a great experience. Together. Exactly. Yeah. We got to go together. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's something about showing someone someone where you're from and like yeah. culture, your mm-hmm. family. Especially your wife. Especially your wife. Like, yeah. there's a whole part of me she doesn't know. True. You and know? I think there's a lot that's a wedding for her to go to Ghana Ex- and experience. Exactly. I know as African, there we receive her like a true queen. So yeah. I know that oh. for sure. If she's going to watch, she need to keep that into mind. Uh, she will yeah. have a blast. I, I told her she's not ready. Like, she's <laughs> not ready. It's she hasn't seen anything yet. No, it's, we get small taste. Small <laughs> taste right now. But, oh, uh, I should try some jello of rice and all this thing. That's the thing, man. Like she loves it. The woman eats fufu with her hands <laughs> like like real Ghanaian woman, uh, you know, uh, kenke, like all the food. All like the it's not just jollof, uh, and that's when you know. That's when I was like, oh, this, this is the one. This you is know? oh wow. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, so I just feel like for her, she already loves the food. She loves the culture. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like for her, it would be a like an immersive experience, and that she'll finally feel like yeah, a part of her is also home. You know, mm-hmm. so. During your um, period of uh, you guys were dating yeah. or getting to know each other, was there a hard transition period for her to say, okay, this is a new territory for me and for you as well to yeah. say, you know, this is not a woman from my culture, from my country. This is all new, um, different culture perspective. Try to come together. Was that, how, how, how was that process for you guys? You know, I mean, I think we were, um, in one, we started dating mm-hmm. My senior year of high school, so we're like wow. technically high school sweethearts. Even though did she went to South too? No, she went <laughs> okay. to Eagle Crest, so she went to a different <sighs> school. Um, and so she, you know, I don't say we were high school sweethearts because <laughs> it was like halfway through senior year, but yeah. she claims it. Um, but I think for us, we've had the pleasure of like dating for six years before wow. we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, so we it was a very like gradual process of, of kind of merging our cultures or coming to that understanding. Mm-hmm. But I think the funniest thing is like our first year dating when she really first met my parents. Oh. Like, you know, African parents, like she came that, to that our, intimating. She came to eat, yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't just like, oh, hey, mom, hey, dad. Like, no, like we had dinner. My mom cooked jollof, like wow. fish. Um and and I just remember like she looked. It was the first time where she had fish with the head on, like because oh. you know, hey, <laughs> with the flair when it comes to our I fish. Don't know, right, I don't know about your family or, mm-hmm. or like your culture, but like it got to like some people like you you leave the head for the you know the head of the, the head of the you household. Know, you know what I yeah. mean? And so she was just like she was thrown off by mm. the fact that like we eat the fish head. Mm. <laughs> but, but my mom was like, no, try it, try it, and she loved it. 
Nice. And so it's just like those things were like the like getting to know each other's culture and getting to know that part. There's always like an initial shock, right? Because yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's things you don't expect. But I love how like us being both being open. Yes, we had the shock, but then we also had like the coming to to get to know it mm-hmm. and see gradually like like it. And now it's something that you you almost expect and look forward to in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's really beautiful. And you know, it's it's never easy, especially for a parent to accept a, oh. a woman. <laughs> it's, it's never easy, but you know, I had to hit him with she's Christian. Ah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like my dad's, my dad's a pastor. You know, and my parents are really cool and open minded. But mm-hmm. it was always like we don't care like who you bring home, but make sure she's a Christian. <laughs> so I knew that like, all right, I gotta check this box first before I even say I have a girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. first, before I tell you this, she's a Christian. <laughs> That's a major part. So you mentioned your dad is a pastor. Yeah. Okay. So we all know in the African community uh-huh. they expect certain mm-hmm. look us. Your dad is a pastor. Yeah. The kid has to be like their dad. Yeah. How did you handle or your dad handle all the conversation that came with you decided to grow your hair, Ooh. become like Bob Marley look alike? I'm a say. I mean, hey, it was a t- it, initially it was very tough. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, my and it was really more my mom because my mom was like, she's she's more the my dad's really like a quiet man, yeah. so you don't always know what he's thinking until it's <laughs> like really bad and you're like, oh wow, I messed up. Um, but my mom was like, ah, you know, like back home, it's criminals, like <laughs> criminals and Rastafarian. So like, yeah. are you a Rastafarian now? <laughs> and I saw, I was like, no, like I'm still Christian. Like it's really just like a an identity like choice style choice that mm-hmm. I like I want to pursue because I always have like my hair always grows fast. You know, even so. as a kid. So it was just like, I felt like it was naturally like, why not let it grow? Mm-hmm. Um, and so my dad was really open to it. Like we had conversations about like, you know, obviously they want to make sure I wasn't going Rastafari <laughs> or like nothing like that. But no, we had genuine conversations mm-hmm. and it really turned out, you know, part of it was like being born in Ghana, but growing up in America, I very much realized that like America sees us as like black men, right? Oh, like yeah. They don't see us like, oh, oh like, African. Like, right, we're no. black men in a mm-hmm. way. Um and I think just in me also, like, reconciling my black identity in America, yep. like, the the style, hairstyle of locks mm-hmm. was something that I very much, like, identified with in that, like, black identity. Mm-hmm. And so explaining that to them, like, I'm, I mean, and my dad has a PhD, so, like, he's also a very, like, intelligent man. Yeah. Um, so, like, talking about, like, race theory and things like that, he very much understood, like, what I was going through. So he was, he was very supportive. Oh, nice. Um, but he was like, you know, like he didn't give me too much fuss about it. My mom was like, ah, you, I'm you sure you get a job? Like my mom was <laughs> the one who I really had to get over the edge. But um, I think, you know, like a year in, it started, it was looking good. I made sure I'm doing a bad job now because of COVID because I don't mm-hmm. leave the house. But I kept my hair very neat, you know, like still still very um, like upkept um, really well. So my mom actually really thought it looked nice. Okay. And so now that she was like, okay, it looks nice. He's not Rastafari and like, I'm, I'm good with it. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, I think my dad, even as a pastor saw that like, and even him personally, right? Like I don't like he, unlike some, the way some people stereotype Christians, he doesn't really judge people it's by like the, their appearance. Yeah, by their appearance. Or he doesn't mm-hmm. like feel like, oh, you look a certain way, which means like God doesn't love you. Or like, you're no longer like a part of this, the faith or the community. So um, because of that, I mean, I had a lot of support for him from him, which I mean, in a way, I think that also made us closer at that age. 
That's that's really good um, to know that our parents are there to support us. But yeah. how was in the community, the church oh. community? How did they handle that? How did they welcome you? Like, hmm. look at the pastor's son. Yeah. Like, has he gone mad? Has he gone crazy? All those talk. How did you handle I mean, that personally? People talk, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> true. And, uh, ch- and church people talk. Yeah, church people talk. They were never so, going to stop. So I mean, it was it was very split. Like I had some people who thought it was cool, who were like mm-hmm. really supportive, like oh, like it looks good. And I had some people who were just like, oh, you should cut it. You should cut. <laughs> like you should cut it. Like people love saying like, oh, you should cut it. Mm-hmm. Like why would I wait a whole year and then like just because you told me to cut it? I'm like, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it, it was, it was both sides, but you know, my dad also like was honest with me to tell me that like, right. Like when you look a certain way, even though you have your own internal beliefs, like the way you look, people still judge you by that. Yeah. And so I still had to realize that like, even when I went home back and my family in Ghana first saw my mm-hmm. hair, right? Like my aunties and uncles make comments, you know, <laughs> and like, I mean, some jokingly, but some just like, Oh, like y'all doing this now (laughs) and so it's just like yeah like i mean i think any choice you make people will always have positive and negative so for me it was just like like yes ask your questions and i'll answer (laughs) your questions but at the end of the day like your comments aren't really gonna change how i feel about my appearance true and what about your wife yeah she loves it she loves it she said don't cut it (laughs) (laughs) all right as long as she's happy then everyone else <laughs> yeah. We don't care. As long as the wife support exactly. us, everyone else, and, and if, we really don't exactly. care. Exactly. And in fact, like, it's to the point where, like, I'll, I'll, I'll trim it a few times because when it gets too long, I'm like, it's too heavy. Yeah. I don't, I don't want it, like, down to my, you know, to my waist. Mm-hmm. But she's like, why Why would you cut it? Like, she, wow. she wants it to grow, like, long. Like, and I'm like, it's long. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so she loves it. But, mm-hmm. like, because we met when I was probably about a year and a half into my locks okay. i was like she's never actually seen me without locks oh. so i'm like if i cut it one day are you just gonna look up and be like you know, who's my who's husband <laughs> <laughs> like should i leave this man <laughs> but do you plan to cut it one day I, you know i don't know like i would love to hold on to it long enough to uh they call it salt and pepper locks <laughs> you know yeah. where you get the little gray grays mm-hmm. in there i'd love to hold it on long enough to, to see that look um but to be honest, like, have you, no shade on Stevie Wonder. I love Stevie Wonder, <laughs> but we've all seen it. Yeah. You know, like, if, if my hairline starts to go back here, I'm, like, I got to yeah. let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, God is telling me it's time. It's so time. As, as long as the hairline is in the front of the head, I'll keep it You going. keep it that way. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. True. And, but. Have when you started first growing it, yeah. have you ever wondered or um, been afraid to say like you gonna get judged by an officer law enforcement stereotyping you based on your look or your appearances in that regard when you started growing your hair? Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. Um, and, and I and I mean I think it's just one of the the things that unfortunately right as we talk about america sees us as black men that like you just understand that anything that is like pro-black or like is evidently black mm-hmm. is always scrutinized by yeah. police by people who aren't black <laughs> yeah <laughs> right um and so for me yeah i mean i think i've definitely seen um i get pulled over <laughs> i mean i got there's a time in my life where i was getting pulled over like every few months <laughs> and i swear i wasn't speeding right like mm-hmm. There's only a few times where I was like, okay, they should have pulled me over. 
but yeah, I mean, I think it's just you recognize more that like um, you're just more visible yeah. to law enforcement or people who are looking for quote unquote criminals. Yeah. Right. And so I try to move in a way that's very like um, not intimidating. Mm-hmm. Right. Or even if I do get pulled over. Right. Like I make sure that like my license, my insurance, like it's all there. Like, boom, it's all there. You know, like here are my hands. Yeah. You know, nothing shady. Right. Um just because, right, like, I, I know without them hearing me speak what their judgments are. And so I try mm-hmm. to, like, do in the way I act and how I move to, like, make that, like, the opposite of what they, they their initial reaction is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, man. As a black man, it's never easy, especially oh. with a drag and all these it, things. It's not easy. It's not easy. But yeah. it's something we are learning to live by every day. So regardless of how we look. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But... Well, that was good intro. Uh, so now, what do you do? Me. Yes. I'm a busy man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do. I do a lot of a few different things. Okay. Um, and so right now, like, I know we'll talk about Flare and Square, so yeah. I'll start with that. You know, I'm a co-founder of Flare and Square. Um, we're a men's formal business. We started off with pocket squares. Yeah. We moved to bow ties, tie socks. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing uh, custom suits. Oh, so I'm kind of, you know, slowly growing this business. But um, yeah, I, I co-run Flare and Square with my business Fatima, uh, partner Fatima Rashad. Mm-hmm. Um, and my full-time job is I also uh, help run a fintech startup called Income Lab. Okay. Um, and where we're building a software to kind of change how people view retirement and how mm-hmm. people manage their money. Um, and really put simply, it's this idea that, like, a lot of us, like, in America, right, like, you have this idea of, like, the American dream is one day you retire, right, like, you live Good somewhere on, vacation. on a beach, right, yeah. like, you live this happy life. And so a lot of us are so focused on, like, how much, like, building your assets, right, like, building yeah. money so that one day you can retire. But what people don't really talk about is, like, okay, when you retire, how should you spend your money <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you never go back to work? Right. Yeah. Or like you never run out of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what we do is we're really addressing that latter part in that our software, not only like. So we mainly work with financial advisors because they're the ones who work with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes sure that when a financial advisor is helping a client through retirement, they can not only tell them how much they can spend every month, mm. but we track the plan. So like when it's time to make an adjustment. So say that, you know, things have gone really well and hey, maybe you can spend more money. Yeah. Or what people are more worried about is the market crash. The market crash, <laughs> right? true. Things we all have been COVID, waiting for that. COVID hit, you know, <laughs> everything's down. <laughs> Things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I do there? And our software also tells advisors when you need to spend less money and how much less. Mm. So the fact that we can put real life numbers and adjust it. Um, and I mean, I could go into more details, but the like analytics in there is so deep, yeah. so heavy um, that it truly is changing how people out their lives mm-hmm. um when they look at retirement okay yeah. so so just a normal person like me and a yeah. viewer who are watching going to be watching and listening how can they have access to the product of income lab yeah so um it's really having a financial advisor financial right advisor. like if you work with a financial advisor now 
this is something great that you should ask him about. Okay. Right. Um, and you know, folks like us are, are more younger, so we're still in that like accumulation phase. Yeah. Um, but even for people who are, are in this accumulation phase, right. You may have an idea that like, right. Like not everyone necessarily wants to be like a millionaire living in a mansion. Like true. You <laughs> That's, get, that would be a good like, life. Right? But like some people like you give me a house in Ghana, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you give me a small place to live, Yeah. you know, a few thousand dollars a month. Like I could do that for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's this idea that like, don't, oh, don't feel like what the outside world is telling you your future should look like is, is what you need to like accumulate for yeah right like if you can very much start looking at what type of life do you want to live you could definitely even as a young a younger person work with a financial advisor in our software to help think about okay you know here's how much maybe i could get to one day Mm -hmm. that would support this lifestyle okay so is there a competition or because right now we all know the rise of cryptos yeah you know, everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. is kind of hey, involving Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> everyone is Bitcoin. out there, you know, all those things, uh, yeah. investing, buying, yeah. trading. Some people are making good amount out of it. Yeah. And that is good. Someone can say, hey, I'm doing good here. Yeah, yeah. Why should I, you know, get a financial advisor? And is there, you know, like a decline into the world of financial um, advisor with, the product that you guys are trying yeah. to develop like because now you can trade yeah you can pretty much do everything ev- yourself, everything right? yourself um but i think this the thing about it is a lot of people yes are making money with like bitcoin and yeah. investing but one of the rules of investing that's so hard for individuals is take your emotions out of it it's like yeah bitcoin goes up but bitcoin also goes down, goes down. <laughs> true and and for a lot of people that's when they like they panic sell right mm-hmm. so they end up losing a lot of money or like losing their real gains because their emotions get in the way yeah so for one that's where a financial advisor can help you is mm-hmm. take off the emotions mm-hmm. and have someone else who right like that's what they do every that's day what they do you maybe you watch bitcoin a few hours a day yeah you know <laughs> but like you're not really an expert on investing Mm-hmm. Um, on managing assets and so that's where a financial advisor can help you mm-hmm. um, but I also think when you look at the long-term picture it's also just the idea that um, you know sometimes like life events happen not only around retirement but some people maybe you lose a spouse mm-hmm. right maybe when you talk about retirement you know when you take social people get social security yeah but people, a lot of people don't know that like depending on when you take it Thank the you. amount you get changes yeah and so they don't always have the ability to be like, okay, should I take it at 62 or should I wait till 67 mm. or should I wait till 70 and get the full amount? Yeah. Maybe you don't Maybe. live to 70, <laughs> you know, yeah, money's so, so you missed out on it. Yeah. Um, so it's just like stuff like that. And the software that we use, that's how we're helping financial advisors. And that's why people work with financial advisors to really help them make the best decisions. Okay. Um, but then when you talk about the experience of it too, is that, you know, if you're managing your money for the rest of your life, there's always like pressure. Yeah. That like, did you overspend on that vacation? <laughs> I know. You know, <laughs> right? Like, maybe you know your your spouse spend more spa- shopping uh, and all this. We things. don't want to call out the spouse, but you know, oh. it'd be like that sometimes. We're gonna cut that part out. <laughs> cut, it, cut it out. <laughs> um, but exactly, right? Like, you know, maybe the spending you got a little crazy with the spending, and yeah. so you always have that like cloud over your head, wondering. Am I spending too much? Like, mm-hmm. will it last? Will I run out of money? Like, am I not managing my money enough? And so just having a financial advisor, and again, right, like having one who works with our software mm-hmm. completely takes the emotion out of that and takes the risk 
of failing in retirement mm -hmm. is a is a thing that people are nervous about it takes it takes that out of the picture and, and really it's about adjustments mm. like if you know you're gonna adjust already yeah um and 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 you can have someone who's always looking out for that every month to say hey do you need to adjust are you cool like that really helps take a lot of the stress that people have about managing their own assets okay that's really good advice that we got here so uh flare square yes, let's sir. get into that so why Flair Square? <laughs> Why that name? The name. Yeah. So when we first started the business, I was um we only did pocket squares. Okay. So So it was pocket squares? So That's we started. Yeah, so oh. we really started doing custom pocket squares, right? I was I had my first internship in college working for a financial services firm. So that was like why even with income lab, why I'm still in like that sector is that that's just where my like career experience has really taken me and you studied um, finance yeah business finance yeah uh, i studied international business and then got my master's in marketing okay um but my professional work experience was in financial services okay and so you had to suit up every day yeah like <laughs> me, and that from also Ghana, you know? more money to yeah. buy new suits and all this exactly. things. exactly so i had like two suits wow. that i gotta make work over a five-day work week Wow. So you knew I was mixing matching, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting yeah. creative. Um, and, so I, and so I had one. Um, so I just had an idea that, you know, like if I wear pocket squares, mm -hmm. it, that's another way to like change the outfit. Change. So even though I'm wearing the same suits, the different, it, it's different yeah. looks. It's different looks. Different details. Um, and so that got me through the five day work week. Um, and then we had some, I had a few managers who just asked me like, hey, those pocket squares are nice. Like. Where'd you get them? Um, and so at that time, my business partner, Fatima, she's the one who started my locks. Okay. You know, we grew up together. So just like in one session of her, like giving me a retwist, I was like, hey, like, could you help sew some pocket squares for me? I don't know how to sew, by the way. <laughs> um, and so she sold them. My, my managers loved them. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's really what started off was just like we had like five different people who wanted pocket squares. We didn't really have like a set price. One mm -hmm. guy paid us five dollars. One guy paid us fifty. Wow. <laughs> and so it was like, yo, this like range is huge. Yeah. Um, but we had some money and we had a few hundred dollars, and so I was like, hey, I think we should st like, why don't we just start a business and, and do this? Mm -hmm. And so when we're thinking of the name, I mean, we only made pocket squares, so we were trying to think of like, okay, like what what kind of clever things can we do around pocket squares? Um, and so I was actually uh, in my my wife or my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife. Um, I was at her parents' house, and I was kind of telling her about this idea. Um, and so we were just playing around names, and so the name, like, Fair and Square came out. Like, that's oh. what I'm saying people say. And she's like, ah, just say Flair and Square. <laughs> so it really was like, the credit goes to her for yeah. officially giving us Flair and Square. <laughs> um, but really, the name just came out of the idea that, one, we really started off with pocket squares. Two, when we started off, all of our pocket squares were two-sided. Okay. So we also wanted to, like, show, like, the... One side gives you flair, but the other side is just kind of a simple square, you mm -hmm. know, because it was always like a pattern side and then a solid side. Okay. So just like that dynamic really played in well with the name and like with where our business really started. Okay. That's, yeah. oh wow, that's really good. We see you, you have some different product. And yeah. You guys made all these. Um, yeah. So ties, pocket square socks. Um, yeah. I mean. So how much, uh, so in a box, yeah. like the one that we have yeah. here. 
So if I order or I yeah. buy, how much is that box? What is included so, inside? So the box is forty bucks. Okay. And in the box, so that's that's kind of where things really took off for us was when we had these different pieces. We realized that like, you know, a lot of times when you buy a tie or pocket square, maybe you buy an individual. Yeah. But sometimes people are selling like the tie and the pocket square together. Mm-hmm. But it's the same. Like if it's a blue pocket square, it's also a blue tie. Blue tie. Like it's the same thing, which is technically bad fashion. Mm. Like you, if someone is selling you that, okay. you know they're not serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like your your accessories should complement each other. And mm. so we started making these tie sets where, you know, I actually don't know if I brought the full sets, but you can essentially get the idea that like. Maybe you have this tie, orange tie, you have the orange socks, mm-hmm. and then like maybe there's an orange pocket square. So it's okay. not the same like exact looking thing, but they're all matching and they're coordinating. Matching. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the idea was that we really want to make it easier for customers to like not feel like they have to be masters at matching. Like yeah. you buy the set, we'll do the matching for you. You'll look good. You, you put it on, you look good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so inside of each box in a tie set, you'll get a, a pair of socks. A tie mm-hmm. and a pocket square. And a pocket for forty bucks. For forty bucks. Okay. Sometimes we'll do a special, and so we also have some of these bracelets um, oh. that we have some suppliers who make really nice bracelets like these ones. Okay. Um, so sometimes we'll put we'll do a special maybe around the holidays where we'll add just a pair of bracelets in. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like forty five. <laughs> maybe it's fifty. Maybe it's still forty. <laughs> whatever the special is, including right. shipping fees or. So if you're local. Like in the Denver metro area, you can do free shipping and I'll actually deliver it to your door. So all my local people. Damn, free damn, sh- make that free shipping, <laughs> Amazon delivery. You know what I mean? Faster than Amazon <laughs> delivery. Next day. Next By day, the CEO me. himself. Exactly. You know, it doesn't happen that often. No, and it's only for our local people. Um, mm-hmm. But the people who buy out of town, um, if you buy, I think it's two or three tie sets, mm-hmm. free shipping. Okay. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's like four or five dollars. Wow, forty-five dollar for four or five, like four to oh, five. Okay, not forty-five dollars. <laughs> That's like international rates. <laughs> if you buy in Ghana, it's forty-five dollars. <laughs> oh, well, you can ship it to Ghana, so okay. We don't do international shipping. You yet. guys don't? Not yet. Okay, and so the website is flareandsquare dot com dot com. Mm-hmm. F L A R E and square. I say that because some people spell flare wrong, <laughs> which is fine. It makes sense. There's multiple spellings, but yeah, F L A R E square.com okay so uh, you know this this is really nice if you can just yeah you know how about that oh man look at look look at, look at nice these things looks this is really great yeah, oh different textures look at so this color more of our newer ones you can even see like this hey, one's the like Ghana Kente. Uh-huh, one of our originals uh. <laughs> you can see even like the two-sided oh nice yeah okay did you put made in denver there uh, don't be like my president Trump is talk about made a United by stuff are coming from overseas. Oh, so, no, no, no. so uh, I mean, so at this point, right when we first started, like my business partner used to sew everything and literally In, by hand, I mean, yeah, with a sewing machine, yeah, like, you know, but um, that's time consuming, exactly. <laughs> so, literally, like, we our business meetings turned from like, what are we doing to like, you're just sewing, <laughs> yeah. You know, and so eventually we end up going to like, um, we met some women at Joann's who like are retired and they sew. So they became like independent and sewers. Oh. So we get some wonders they sew for us. My mom was a seamstress back home in Ghana. Okay. So like for some of the bow ties, she would make some of the bow ties in Cincinnati. Um, but as we started growing, we started meeting other entrepreneurs and other mm-hmm. people who like supplied 
um, products. And so now we work with a few different suppliers. Um, so we do get some stuff from overseas. We get some stuff domestically. I mean, it really comes all over the place. Um, so it's nice for us because then that really makes kind of the tie set business a lot better. Because mm -hmm. then, you know, this pr this supplier has really nice socks, but we don't necessarily like all their ties. Whereas this supplier has like really nice ties. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, okay, now we're really like picking and choosing, choosing. And, and really getting like create more of the creative kind of looks of it mm -hmm. versus like investing all of our time and like sweat into just like making one thing. Oh man, look at this. How nice these socks are. Especially this color. Yeah. Uncle we always, T. We always do uh, orange and blue every line, you know. Shout out to Bronco Country. Bronco. <laughs> you know, gotta support. Gotta support. Our local people love blue and orange, so you gotta give the people what they want. Yeah. Those are some really nice ties. Thank you. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, straight ties, they're, bow ties. They're a really nice one. And, you know, but when you got started yeah. this do you guys envision that we want to get what uh, what is next for you guys? Because you guys started small. Yeah. Now you guys have this platform that everyone nearly know about. Fr uh, yeah. Fair Square is everywhere. I can recognize it anytime I'm in downtown. It's like, oh, that color. Yeah. I, I appreciate you that. Know? <laughs> so what's next? I, you know, I think for us, it's... Um, I mean, and you guys know this, starting your podcast, you all have full-time jobs too, you know? We do. Like, <laughs> and full-time job with our full, wives too. Full, exactly, full-time <laughs> jobs. We got married, we got kids. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's for us, it's, it's been, that's just been kind of the, the situation for us as well, right? Mm -hmm. We started Florence Square when we were in college. So we not only were full-time students, but we were also starting our careers. Yeah. My uh, business partner, she's a teacher. Oh, um, shout out to her. Right, exactly. Teach the kids. I know. <laughs> you know, they need good they need good black teachers <laughs> out here. Um, we do. So she's doing good work with the kids. Um but but yeah, so we've had full time jobs. So I think for us it's just been the like we we wanna grow it, but at mm -hmm. the same time understanding that there's like we have to maintain our lives and, yeah. we, and like we have to support our family still. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes, we'd love to one day like this, you know, we make so much money that like this is all we do full time. But it's also that realization that like that's not where we're at and yeah. like we're probably <laughs> still really far away from that point mm -hmm. um honestly and um and so because of that i mean i think for us it's just still like for us like success is still like can we keep managing what we're doing you know can we still keep like the passion and the love going for this can we you know every year at least bring out two new lines of products right mm -hmm. keep expanding slowly at a time so i mean i think our short-term goal for me is you know, we just started doing custom suits. So now I'm mm -hmm. learning, like, how do you measure a suit? Like, what goes <laughs> into, like, the perfect suit? Yeah. You know, picking out fabrics. Um, so it's really just getting that underneath us, you know, getting up to, like, 50, 100 suit clients. Wow. Right. Um, like, that's that's a real, like, tangible goal for us. For mm -hmm. me, because, like, each suit client is someone we met in person. Oh. You know, it's someone we know personally. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't really sell custom suits online. You cannot. <laughs> Cause like you may want to do the sizing and all that, but it's never right, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's just different when you can literally have someone like touch the fabric mm -hmm. and then and size them up and, and put it on and feel the exactly. look of themselves. And then you can be like, hey, the pants are maybe a little too wide, right? Like, yeah. So I can like, okay, let me pinch it in. How does that feel, mm -hmm. right? So I think for me is like really building the suit business um, to that level where we have a good client base, and to where I mean like we enjoy like seeing our clients like come through and like 
the confidence they get, like they'll text us a wedding or like a, you know, a business meeting and they just like, they killed it. You know, they felt so confident. It just, it was great. So um, I think for me, that's like the short-term goals. Let's just build that, really learn that business, do well by our clients. Um, and in turn, that also supports the growth of the, the accessories, of, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. all of our, it's easy for me to sell you a tie when I know <laughs> what suit you're going to yeah. wear. Um, <laughs> and then long-term, like from that, I think it would just be, you know, keep building to the point, but then maybe hopefully hire more people, like actually build a team, you know, use to handle more logistics. Yeah. Handle more logistics and really use it as like, you know, I think it's really cool how, um, you know, people start small businesses, but then they don't really talk about like when you can actually hire someone and like give them a legitimate job that they love. Mm. Like you're also helping someone's family. Amen to that. And like, that's not always talked about in our community. I think a lot of times we see entrepreneurs like, Hey, start a business, get hella rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's and true. And like, no one talks about Especially the in the African community. Especially in the African community. But no one talks about the fact that like a lot of times, like what really like takes businesses to the next level mm -hmm. is finding like growing to a point where they can hire people, like finding talent, mm -hmm. but giving those people a great life and a great job because mm. they will always do right by your business if you take care of those people. And so I think that would be like our amazing like like, I don't care how much money we made, but like, right, like we hire like five people, five people. and every, we know we can pay them, right? Like, it's never yeah. like, hey, <laughs> this month I can't pay you, you know, mm. like, it's like consistently like, no, we know we can pay them. They have a great job. Like, they have a great life. They're able to support their family. Like, that would be a dream for me with this. That's, that's really good. And I think um, that's something that as an African, and I think we need to support this uh, dream and these yeah. businesses. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So. For example, for people like us who are church goers, uh -huh. we go to church every Sunday. Yeah. And you you know, being a pastor's son, Sunday's best. Sunday's the best. <laughs> you have to keep up with the outfit. Yeah. It's like you cannot wear the same one in a row. Like, there has to be different look every single Sunday, you know? And the product you offer here, I think they are really great. Is there a subscription fee, let's say, since you said 40? Yeah. 45 a box yeah if i can subscribe to it yeah like a month yeah, and yeah. i'm receiving one or two boxes yeah. of this a month i think i will be happy yeah. because you're reading my mind like <laughs> that that's outside the suit thing that's like another short-term goal of ours is that yeah we've had clients who i mean are like you and they've wondered mm -hmm. like you know he's like I, I buy i buy new stuff from you every month like yeah if you had like a subscription or even for the socks mm -hmm. um because we get a lot of guys who really love the socks so like hey even if you send me like a new pair of socks every month like i'll just subscribe and pay you like ten dollars a month for the socks mm -hmm. um and so yeah i mean it's something we're looking at we don't have it yet um the logistics there also like we need to figure out because like i don't want to send you something last month but then somehow accidentally send you the same the thing same like thing. four months later right yeah um and so now instead of like going from you know we make inventory two times a year now it's like okay like how can we make sure that if we're doing that then it's like six mm -hmm. pieces right so that way like you have 12 pieces over the year yeah um or maybe we do it quarterly Mm -hmm. So instead of getting like one thing a month, you get a yeah. bigger box. Bigger box. And it's like per yeah. season. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that, those are ideas we're playing around. If any of your listeners have feedback on what they would like, yeah. I was, I'd be more than happy to have that conversation. De definitely. <laughs> I think they have to, you know, because yeah. this is something great, um, especially coming from someone, you know, 
from our own people african african and african community which is one of the thing that i've always said we have to support each other regardless where you come from i don't care but as long as you come from africa and we are one regardless exactly one thing happened in ghana community it affect everybody and that's a vice versa and the product you have here i'm telling you those are really great one Uh, i don't (laughs) know if you brought some extra bucks here but I'm keeping some. Yeah, uh, Uncle oh, T. Let me know. Let <laughs> me know. I know. Oh, this is really great. Um, let me get more suit clients. I'll uh, I'll sponsor. I'll sponsor the outfits for you guys. Oh, <laughs> you see that? Amen to that. I received the prophecy. You know, because I was actually I was thinking. I was like, well, when you going? You are coming to talk about this. I was like, should I put a suit on and kind of you know? <laughs> it's funny. I was thinking the same thing, and I was telling my wife, I was like. Should I put a suit on? But I worked earlier today, so my like work, and that's the funny thing is that like working in fintech and software is so casual. Yeah, like no one dressed like I'm overdressed, mm-hmm. you know. But then working in like suits is like every time is like you, you like, have to look your I'm, best. Like maybe a three piece is me going extra, but I'm oh, at least wow. in a suit, you know. I'm at least in a suit, so I was like, should I suit up for this? And she's like, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just she's trying to make me sound stupid. Like they're not gonna see you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, you don't get it. They record it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll see me. Um, but no, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I didn't even have time anyway to get dressed, so it's fine. No, but. Next, next time. time. Exactly. Next Round two. Round two. Round we will two. have all the suits here so that people exactly. can see the picture, I'm, how it I'm looks. A, I'm going to do a tie set for each of you. All right. Uh-huh. Sounds great. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that next time because I think I would love, because, you know, it's suits are expensive. Yeah. That I, oh, I'm absolutely. going to tell you, suits are expensive, and when so you started with the suit. What's yeah. your price range? Because yeah, anytime I go to store, not to name any store, I do spend quite a bit over three hundred dollars to get something nice, yeah. decent, a good product. And like, what's your price? And range? I'll say, so our price range is also right. Like it's a custom suit, so it's out like it, it's it's still pricey for Fashion some folks. Fashion is expensive, right? Um, <laughs> but our price range starts at nine hundred. Wait. Mm-hmm. For one piece, yeah. Uh, for top and suit and suit, jacket so and pants, everything and we, the tie set. Yeah, you get the full thing. Nine hundred. Yeah, and so the reasoning behind that is okay. Let's talk about right, this number you, because you go to like a men's warehouse or a suit supply, right? Mm-hmm. Th- those are kind of the main guys we're going after. Um, you buy a suit. Most, I mean, most likely your suit's gonna be around a thousand dollars anyway. But let's say you get something off the rack that's like, mm-hmm. so there's like custom and then there's like off the rack yeah like not custom right so you buy it let's say you buy it, like call it 500 600 mm. men's or k and g that's why i bought my first suits. they do like three for like 400 or something right they do right? and they're not really best one but, but the pants don't fit nothing fits and so you end up what people don't realize is that yes like your initial price tag was like four or five hundred but you end up spending four or five hundred on top of that the tailor's just fees just to get the alterations right right <laughs> And wow. so, like, I know people hear 900, it's like, yeah, that is a lot of money. And, like, there's a reason why is that, like, the not only is the quality going to be absolutely amazing, so better than what you're going to get at those other stores, but it's literally custom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when you, like, when you're done with me, like, that's the, like, your best fitting suit. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, let me get the tailor to, to make it your best fitting suit, you know? Um, and then the thing on top of that, too, is because it's, um, and, I mean, we can definitely go up, right? But, like, mm-hmm. 
you can always go up with with nicer fabrics but at least with 900 the idea here is you got one suit and so it's kind of like back to when i first started yeah but i not only gave you a pot like a tie set to go with it um so the tie set's included mm -hmm. in the price so essentially if you think about the tie set you already have four outfits that you're gonna wear with that one suit Mm. So it's making your suit more valuable because now it's like, yes, you also you you want to spend six hundred dollars at Men's Warehouse, but their tie is probably fifty. Yeah, their the shirt, the shirt, right? So you, so people don't realize like it adds up. It adds up <laughs> like plus adds taxes up. So, and all these things. So in a sense, you're either paying like less or the same amount of money with me, mm -hmm. but not only you're getting a custom suit with more styles, but the next time you want a suit. You don't have to go through the whole alterations process again, uh, unless yeah. unless you you like just went to the gym and got all buff on me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, or something crazy yeah. happened. Um, you call me and you say, "Hey, like I'm looking for a new suit," and literally, like you pick out the fabric, it's on the way. It's on the way. Same price. Like you don't even like no alterations are needed. It's perfect. And so I think it's that relationship aspect too that like that drives the cost initially for the customers who come you know two three times over they end up seeing like the better value for their money for over the long money. term mm -hmm. and these suits are so nice that i mean like you you can have these for decades like you could have these for a long time wow yeah and yeah. you get new time right like and we're giving you new, new tie sets all the time wow, wow this is this is really something new uh <laughs> you know the suit um i never uh, uh especially i've never spent uh well, no, that's a lie. <laughs> Let me take that back. I wanted to say, but I realized during my wedding preparation, oh, yeah. my suit, it cost me a fortune. Oh, yeah. For oh, yeah. the two suits, uh, it cost me a fortune. And let me say like... Close to three or four thousand. Yeah. For those. Plus I believe it. I, I changed two suits during my wedding and one for the following Sunday. Yeah. To show up in church. So three suits close to four thousand. I believe it. I believe it and i mean that's and so we do get a lot of guys who like around their wedding they'll mm -hmm. come for a custom suit because again it's the same it's your wedding you know look your best you have to um but what they love is that right like because of how we make the suits a lot of guys who either rent for their weddings or like maybe go somewhere else and buy a buy a suit they don't want to really ever wear that wedding suit again mm -hmm. so it's like why did you just spend all this money look your best but you're never going to look your best again that's true you know that's true whereas like for us like when we do the wedding suit we also do it in mind in that like if you wanted like let's say your wife got a fancy event or you're going to church again right like different church so they don't know because <laughs> no. you that, you know that but, that is true but you can at least wear the suit again and so you're mm -hmm. getting additional value so even though you're spending a lot of money which you were going to spend anyway for a wedding suit at least it's one that you can now add to your wardrobe and keep wearing and mm. still keep looking your best even after your wedding. You know what you say? It's like your style. <laughs> because my s wedding suit, yeah, it never fit me again. No. I wore like once after my wedding, uh, maybe once or twice mm -hmm. since then. It's been four years now. It doesn't, it's there. I'm just looking at it. it. But it, it, I, it doesn't fit it me anymore. Exactly. And I think about it, I spent close to 4000 exactly. on those suits, but they don't fit me anymore. And what you're offering to me is, is just, and I would say it's, it's out of, you know, out of ordinary because if I can wear something repeatedly in different occasions, uh -huh. I think I, was, I would have, if the option was available at that yeah. time, I would have taken this exactly. option. Exactly than to spend because this day and the other day I tried one of my suits on, <laughs> it ripped apart. Hey. 
the wedding suit. Hey, rip. You ripped. Oh, like, Charlie. the back, like, that back oh, line. I'm sorry. You ripped. And yeah. my wife was laughing at me so hard. She, but that's not right. It's not. If, but the, if the roles were searched, she wouldn't like <laughs> But that's what I said. Like, I spent all those money, and the suit this is ripped, and they can't even fix it because yeah. that fabric. Exactly. It doesn't exist then. Whereas, like, for us, right, like, if my client, I made the suit, if they come and they need some slight alterations, mm-hmm. that's an easy, like, we've already done the suit. We know the look. You have we, the fabric. We, we have yeah. the fabric. We have their measurements. Mm. So it's like, okay, let me call the tailor, right? Like, give us a week. I'll have I'll have it fitting just right again. And and so it's just like the, people don't really think about that as mm-hmm. much when they, when they go with customs, when they go with, like, suits off the rack versus, yeah. like, a custom suit. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense because the price you're offering and all the services that mm-hmm. come with it, I think it's, it's really, it's really um, very great. Or uh, mm-hmm. you know, for me, if I'm going to buy, I yeah. know that I have an option to call you. Like, hey, this suit is not fitting. Yeah. I have gained some weight. Can you open it up? Come on over. Come on over. <laughs> you know that to me. Or you know, I come to you. <laughs> yeah, you know that to me, it's something I would take advantage of yeah. it any day, any time. Because exactly. most of the time, I will buy a suit, I wear it. Next month, I want to try it on. It doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. And you look, you try to take it to the tailor. There's like, we can't open it up because there's not enough room exactly. there, and you're stuck with this. Like, like what do you do? What do you do? And and I think the other thing people don't think about is right. Like we have guys who have different professions mm-hmm. right so like i have a guy who's a newscaster it's like this all day <laughs> he buys a suit it's always like like his suit's always like open in his chest because mm-hmm. they don't account for the fact that like my man sits like this when he's at his job mm-hmm. so you actually need to do the measurements in a way that like the chest at least like has more space so that's more flat so that way when he's sitting up it's not like and then his arms aren't all bunched so it's just like when you go to a store, they don't really like take the time to really figure out like, okay, when are you wearing this suit? Like what occasions? Like why do you need this suit? Um, and then when you go custom, it's so personal that like we get to have that conversation mm-hmm. and we get to make those slight details. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, whether you are a newscaster or you're a teacher or someone who's always active and like, or you're a motivational speaker, right? Like your yeah. hands are always up here, mm-hmm. right? Like we can make the suits in a way that also fits like exactly the exact purpose you need it for. Wow. <laughs> you know, this is funny because sometimes I wear a suit and I can't even lift yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> you can lift wait, up your head wait. and you're stuck. You yeah. can't even do a lot. You are just there. You just sit. You don't need to. <laughs> oh, it's, Lord. It's true though. But which is like, it, I will say, you know, most suits aren't made for you to like, have your hands like this because like mm-hmm. whenever are you like normally just <laughs> having your hands like this yeah you know like some most suits like and that's the things right that we can also coach people on is that like most suits are made that like your hands only like stay here mm. right and so if you are going to be doing more of this let us know and we can at least make that more, make comfortable. more comfortable um but again if you just buy it somewhere else right like they're gonna make it the standard that like is usually not the standard person right mm-hmm. like um and, and so it just doesn't account for those details. And I think there's also, right, like, I used to not know, like, even how to hang up my suit. <laughs> right, like. That one is funny because that different hanger for it's suits. It, it's just amen. <laughs> and so you get a hanger you for get a suit a hanger with for me, right? Suit, like, yeah. But Men's Warehouse is going to give you that little plastic hanger. That's not, that's, you know, it's not going to keep the quality for mm-hmm. long term. You always get different creases in your pants when, like, with suit pants, if you fold it upright, you really won't, like, you'll always have that front crease. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like, things that we can teach people 
mm-hmm. right? Like, and really help them, like, here's how you best take care of this mm-hmm. to really get the full value. That also is, is, to me, is like an additional benefit you get with the experience of going with a custom suit. Okay. It makes sense because I think a lot of people understand the 900 you are charging is not just for a piece yeah. of suit. Exactly. So it's it's more of like a full package. Yeah. That come with it from these supplies, what how you do take care of your exactly. suit, all those little logistics that come with wearing yeah. your suit. And and I mean I think of it as like an investment, right? Like mm. you you know, like any other investment, you put time and effort and you want it to like give you returns on your yes. investment in the long term. And the way we look is definitely like something that we all invest in. Right. Yeah. It's not just suits, right? Like sneakerheads will buy a few hundred dollar shoes, right? Like so clothing is is a form of investment. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't talk about it for like us as young men, especially, you know, black men, men of color, right? Like no one really gives us like that, like they, it's almost a surprise when they see you like in a nice suit. Like, yeah. How? Like, how? Is, is right? that true? Like, right. Where you steal that you from, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, that's such a, a an awful stereotype. And so for mm-hmm. me, it's also the idea of helping people understand that like, I'm helping you make an investment and mm-hmm. I'm helping you make a, like a good and a right investment in one that like, you're not going to look up and be like, dang, I never wore this. Or you're not going to look up and be like, I bought this, but like, it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Or I don't look, <laughs> I don't, I don't look like I made an investment, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's also the idea of like understanding that this is an investment, and so that's why we're also like investing in you and this and in this experience and the relationship. Mm. That's that's really nice. And is it you guys, the junior? I mean, our little one, little yeah. people. Yeah. Do they ha- also their price are a little bit different it, compared it, to adults? We could we could do a, a different price for some kids. For some yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I but I will say I saw some little kids Jordans the other day. They're still like a hundred bucks. They're expensive. So I don't I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> no, that's no. What you say are uh, true because I I've yeah I will have my son rock some Jordans and stuff. But I think I will try to get him more into. Exposing him to more yeah, suit early exactly. on and build his, his so confidence. Exactly. Onto when he grows up, he doesn't feel like, oh, I never. Yeah, like this isn't know? me. Like he can definitely see a part of mm-hmm. himself, like still in that. Still look. into that. Look. Um, but no, yeah. If you want to do a kid's suit, we can. It'll we'll lower the price for sure, and okay. we'll, we'll we'll get it done. There's always discount. Father, There's always discount. Deal. You know, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> don't go ballistic out there no. thinking that oh, Michael is trying to whip no. us. No, but no, the no, service no. is offering. I yeah. think um, it's one of the best. I can say because I do spend quite a bit yeah. on suit. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's not it's not uh, cheap. They are not, and you try to keep. Keep up with that, you know, because I don't wear every day I work, right. but yeah. every Sunday, yeah. at least I at have to stand Sunday. out, yeah. stand there next to my brother, interpret for him. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's hard, yeah. and you are, you feel obligated because every Sunday is on suit, yeah. and you are his right hand person who's exactly. interpreting for him. You gotta come, correct. and you you also have to because some people say you are also like him, yeah. and you are, and to me it's just. It's quite a bit pricey try to keep up with new stuff yeah. and but if that's something I can invest into it, why not take advantage of that? Especially exactly. from a brother that I've known in the African co- community. Uh 
that you know we have grew up together and yeah. went to same school and i think i would love to be part of it to say hey what i'm working here come from that hey. man and you know there's the whole story behind it from south and all these things yeah well, you let me know and i got you um, so far um this has been really so great and uh, for our viewer and listener if you want you is also on, on instagram facebook i believe yep. twitter and yep. also on LinkedIn. linkedin so if you want um just as you're looking at the box uh you can see that's just the name you type it you go there and you you can pick and choose all the design are available there on instagram and all those social media platform and you make your order and like you said if you're within the metro area it will come personally deliver this to you huh? because these are some nice one and you know i think i will start making some choice collection here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh Michael, thank you so much hey, um, for thank you. giving your time and come and be hey, part of our podcast and we are really blessed to have you and thank you to your wife also for allowing you <laughs> to you, come Christina. here and thank you christina you know um, no but thank you guys i'm i'm blessed to be here i'm blessed to to know you guys and to mm -hmm. to be featured on on this platform that you're building um mm -hmm. so no i'm i'm truly honored and i'm excited i mean yoki podcast this is thank you the worst for the community yeah you know? this is dope i mean so yeah i mean anything i can do to support i'm always happy to and i'm just mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm excited just to see all the cool things um that, that you you guys are doing and and the stories that you're bringing to life mm -hmm. um and just the voice that you're creating and i just you know pray 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 that that this thing blows up and, and i can say i was on this podcast thank you thank you thank you so much brother and we appreciate it and uh, this information we will also post it on the video and on the website so that people will have access to flair square because this is some high quality stuff man yeah. i'm loving this Come on. but i think uncle is right. telling us time is up or Otherwise, we will continue going on. But it's all good. Thank we'll be you back so much. Part two. Yeah. We'll be back for part two. Part two with suit the suit up. and all these things. Suit it up. Oh, yeah. Photo so. shoot included. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, this has been really a very helpful session. And thank you. Uh, stay tuned and subscribe more to our channel for more. Yes, subscribe. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you.